Welcome to the Keeping It Real Estate Podcast. This is Ali Vasquez with the Vasquez team of Karis Realty Group based out of Maryland. Now, it wouldn't be the Keeping It Real Estate Podcast if we didn't talk a little bit about real estate. But what if you decided that you wanted to put your home up for sale during the holidays? Well then, consider me the Grinch. Consider me Scrooge. I prefer to be Scrooge McDuck, but consider me to just be raining all over your parade and peeing in your cereal because I need you to do so much less holiday decorating. In a perfect world, you would do none. Maybe a tree, but in a perfect world, you would do none. And I get so much flack from my clients for this, but let's be real. When you see all of this, you see the glitter, you see the colors, you see someone's nutcracker collection, but you're not seeing the house. Like you're seeing the decorations, you're not seeing the features that people want to know about when they are buying a home. And so whatever you do, I need you to do at least 50% less. And in a perfect world, 75%. And in a super perfect world, 0%. I know that isn't necessarily in line with people's life and there are plans. And so I try not to completely ruin their day and completely ruin their holiday, but sometimes I just have to. Allison, would you like to hear a story of um, my client who took my advice and basically told me to shove it up my ass? (laughs) Um, I had a client who he didn't really want to sell his house, but he had to. Um, And so every chance he could to dig at me, he would. And um, one of those ways was he said, well, it's Christmas. Can I please decorate my house? And I was like, well, first of all, it's a man. So like how much decorating are we really talking? Like, you know, maybe a dish towel here, uh, you know, maybe a couple things up on the mantle. I was like, yeah, just keep it to a minimum. When I pulled up for the open house the next week, he had a gigantic, to this day, the most gigantic inflatable I've ever seen in his front yard of a fire truck with a Santa Claus and like a snowman and all kinds of different characters, Christmas characters hanging out of the back in his front yard. And this is in a neighborhood where like everybody could see it. It was doing the most and I was so upset but I was like all right you know what this is this is your home this is how you choose to market it and even though I told you not to and it looks awful so be it and I think we did end up sending we we ended up selling it in January at the beginning of January with no inflatable in the yard I'm just gonna say that's how it went so we have to keep the decorations down to a minimum also with the scents, like the, the potpourris, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, candles, just any holiday scents you have, you have to realize that scents are very polarizing. They're almost like, like sports team decor. Like when people have a lot of sports teams up, then I'm like, you really can't do that. People will come into a house and be like, ah, it smells like pumpkin spice. I hate pumpkin spice. And they will hate your house. I am not joking. I wish I could say I was, but it is so polarizing. It's important to keep a very clean, fresh scent profile. And if at all possible, no scent profile at all. I'm sorry. I really am the worst. Like nobody wants to hear this, but unfortunately it's the truth. 
people do like when you leave out little treats. I remember I was seven years old and my parents were buying the house that they currently live in and we were looking around the holidays and they would ask me to vote on the different houses and what we thought of them. And I was like, oh, those people left out cookies. They're awesome. I like that house. Um, it's really awesome when people just leave out little candies and stuff too. It's, it's a nice touch. That's one place that you're not going to see me um, telling you to stop doing what you're doing right now. We're getting into the season where we have lots and lots of coats, where we have lots of extra layers, and it's really important to keep your entryways as clean as humanly possible. And trust me, I have kids. I know that that sometimes is just not possible. But what I suggest is going to like Five Below and stocking up on all of those fabric uh, laundry hampers and keeping them in closets close to, you know, your front entry, close to keeping them very close to different areas and then just shoving crap in there and shoving all those hampers into the closets. To me, that's the best way. And we're also opening up new toys. Like if we have a showing that's a couple days after Christmas, shove it all into a hamper, shove it into the closets. Nobody is judging you on your closets. They are judging you on your smells, but they're not judging you on your closets. So feel free to shove it all in. Plus, we're all living the same life. We know that it's around Christmas. Like if you're setting up a showing the day after Christmas, it's going to look a little Christmassy in your house and that's okay. But we do want to keep it to a bare minimum. A really nice touch that a lot of people um, have brought to my attention, and I think if, if it's possible for you to do, I would suggest it, is to take pictures of your home in the warmer months. Um, if you have really beautiful landscaping that you're proud of, or if some houses just look really strange, if they don't have like a tree that has leaves and is like framing it nicely, or if you just have like, a, you know, you think that your house just looks better in the warmer months, then maybe take those pictures in the spring, in the summer, even in the fall, and then have those out for buyers because sometimes the winter landscape can look pretty bleak and houses aren't going to scream, oh my God, I need to have this. That's especially if you have a pool, like looking at a pool in the dead of January that is just basically a hole in the ground, a gray hole in the ground. Like it would be really nice to have pictures of what the pool looks like in the summer so that people can visualize it. We want to take the parts of holidays that are the best parts and not necessarily the tangible parts and keep that going. So what makes a home lovely? What makes a home wonderful? What makes holiday gatherings wonderful? So we want warmth, we want coziness, we want all of those things. So my suggestion is to make sure that all of your light bulbs are working, um, that you use some warm lighting, uh, that we turn all of them on for showings. So you want to make sure that all of your lights are turned on, that they have warm light bulbs and not necessarily the cool colored. That tends to be a little sterile and not get that warm, cozy feeling that we're really going for. Um, and we also want to make sure that like, you know, again, when we're decorating, we don't use all of the crazy colored lights because then we're, you know, looking at Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and we're not necessarily looking at the beautiful mantle that you have prepared. And when in doubt, if you absolutely, absolutely have to decorate for the holidays, I would suggest using elements from nature. 
um, you know, greenery is always nice, succulents, things that occur naturally, flowers, poinsettias, those are better as opposed to, no offense, Mr. Nutcracker, something like this. Why? Because nature just tends to be you know, visually, psychologically, a lot more harmonious, a lot more blends in, but also brings in beauty. While something like this is a thing, it is a look at me and it is detracting from the natural beauty of your home. And always remember that if you want to list your home during the holiday season, you know a realtor, it's me. Thanks for tuning in to the Keeping It Real Estate Podcast. This is Ali Vasquez and I can't wait to see you next time.